Hello and welcome. We are here live in the Bell Bank Penthouse Studio in the birthplace of Minnesota, Stillwater, Minnesota. Today we have the, our lovely guest, Mrs. Tammy Hedrick with EXP. Thanks for coming today, Tammy. So happy to be here. Welcome, Tammy. Thank you. Welcome, welcome. Did you bring any Vikings cheerleaders with you today? <laughs> <laughs> they were busy training. <laughs> they were busy training. Just herself. Asking for a friend. <laughs> They're here in spirit, I'll say that. <laughs> They're here in spirit. Tammy is with the Property Geeks out of Lakeville. Now, Property Geeks, you got my attention. What does Property Geeks, where'd that name come from? Yeah, so our amazing, we call her the Chief Geek, uh, (laughs) Karen Pancook. Wait a sec, who's the Chief Geek? The Chief Geek, so she's our our CEO, the owner of the Property Geeks, our team lead. And we have a team now of just over 30 people that are part of our group. And really, we're just all EXP realtors that have come together to support each other as a collaborative team. So we office out of Lakeville, but we you know, do all over Minnesota as well as Wisconsin. And it's wonderful because you have this wealth of knowledge when you consider, okay, mm-hmm. I'm newer to the market, but I have people within my team that we actually have a communication device where we are talking 24-7, helping each other out and giving each other advice and, and mm-hmm. there to support each other. So I love being a part of a team. And it's a catchy name too. The Property Geeks is pretty great. <laughs> that, is a, that is a catchy name. Yes. Yeah, it, it's great to be able to pull out, or be a part of a group that everyone's kind of helping each other succeed. And yeah, you want to be a part of the best of the best. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Rising tide lifts all boats. All Indeed, boats, is what they say. Tammy, you said something twenty four seven that uh, resonated with me when I met you ages ago, but your, <laughs> your past life definitely bleeds into real estate, or I can see why you're doing so well in real estate, but tell us about your past life with Shop NBC and Shop HQ. Sure. So I'm sure you guys have a bucket list item, right? And as when <laughs> I was... Now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do now. Garth Brooks, right? Yeah. As I was just daydreaming back in the day, watching late night TV with my, my first son, Cole, I saw a home shopping channel and I would laugh and say, I'm going to do that someday. I started telling everybody, I'm going to do that someday. Someday that's going to be me. Well, I had the pleasure of being Mrs. Minnesota. And one of the former Mrs. Minnesotas was, actually two of them were a part of the home shopping network. And they had heard me say, someday I'm going to do that. And they called and said, hey, they're having an open audition casting call for the first time ever. You normally had to have an agent. You should come try out. I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be great. I I waited in line for like six hours. (laughs) I was talking to the lady in front of me who had flown in from Las Vegas. She was a news anchor there. And I went in and I sold my cell phone and was blessed to become a fashion contributor for the first six months and then a full-time television host with them for almost four years after that. Wow. So, so who you, knew? You walked in the door and they said, sell us something. And you said, oh, here's a cell phone. And you just talked about it. And then the rest is history. The rest is history. <laughs> wow. That's fantastic. So working 24-7 has always been in my blood. I feel like I've always been somebody who loves to dabble in multiple things. Right. And home shopping definitely fell into that because as the, when I was the new host there, we were a 24-hour network, and I had the midnight to 8 a.m. shift, so mm. I learned how to that's nap probably where hard. Most, that's probably like the, uh, <laughs> the most watched time is midnight to 8 a.m., I would think. It's funny. It. There's a lot of like split shift workers, nurses that would call in, you know, oh, oh, oh tell oh, me yeah. about that dress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. When we have video in 2023, we'll have... 
Timmy back for our very first video podcast. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We gotta yeah. we gotta shape up a first though. <laughs> right, right. Brad and I have a face for radio, but Tammy, you're definitely a face for TV. So oh. you'll be our first. You're sweet. <laughs> but Brad was talking about your your past life or your previous life or what mm-hmm. you've done before this, and, and it's a really interesting path you've taken to become a realtor. Tell us about. I was saying to Brad, we've got our first real celebrity, celebrity yes. on the podcast. <laughs> you've been, a, you're a TV personality. You've performed in front of hundreds of thousands of people. Tell us about your history with the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. So I was graduating from the University of Minnesota as a dance major, mm-hmm. and I loved performing. But I had fallen in love with coaching at the same time. I was coaching high school dance team and choreographing for college. (laughs) (laughs) That was from birth. (laughs) And so I I was trying to really figure out, am I going to sign a dance contract and go on the road and be Mm. a starving artist? Or am I going to stay around and use my coaching and teaching? And I decided I really wanted to stay in the coaching and teaching realm, but I wasn't done performing yet. Mm -hmm. And so I convinced one of my girlfriends who had never been to a Vikings game in her life to come with me (laughs) to the auditions for the Minnesota Vikings cheerleaders. She was from North Dakota and God bless. We we both made it. You both made it? We did. Dynamic uh, duo. (laughs) (laughs) And had an amazing first year. The next year, our director was relocating to Florida and I was honored to be asked to take over the team and wow. so coached with the Minnesota Vikings cheerleaders for over two decades and it wow. was such a blessing in my life and an education in corporate America and oh, professional right. sports and I did a little moonlighting on the side and worked for the the wild when they brought the swarm to town oh, during yeah. the, the eight years that they were here I started and ran their performance team as well so I love coaching women I love dance and it was really a fun time my first year coaching was when Randy Moss was on the team and Paul Pepper (laughs) that was 98 wasn't it we went 15 and 1 and we were supposed to be going to Miami for the Super Bowl so I've had a few heartbreaks over the years but I've also (laughs) been able to travel with the team to London and help watch U.S. Bank Stadium be built and TCO and what was Randy Moss like my still to this day my favorite player to watch play ever i loved watching him. i agree he was you. amazing no, I agree. and his personality was just always so fun and carefree and right. yeah like. as he's you know been out of the football career and he's come back as an honoree at a lot of vikings things it's fun to see yeah, you know TV and yeah yeah how he's progressed and yeah. in, in the world and and as a person yeah. and a family man so well, if he buys a house here, I'm sure he'll call you <laughs> first. Don't I, I hope so. <laughs> you talk about working 24-7, those cheerleaders and the coaches, they work just as hard as the players, I think, to stay in such good shape and to, yeah. to do the routines and the kicks and the things. And the we spins. used to send the team on a lot of military tours, and oh. as they would go on those military tours, sometimes we would do like workouts or challenges with the military personnel and it was fun because they would kind of think oh how how are you going to keep up yeah. and and sometimes the girls could out push up oh, them I'm or sure, out sure. <laughs> I bet. yeah it's all making sense how this is all translated to real estate <laughs> the work ethic the performance the it all yeah you're right right at all being kind of, agile being able to adapt yeah. and have some wins and have some losses that's right <laughs> i think Steve, we should call ourselves the mortgage geeks 
Uh, well, that's better than just the geeks because that's what most people I like it. I, Tammy, can we steal that brand? We'll talk about that offline. Talk about that offline. Yeah. 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 How about the market? Should we talk about the yeah. market? Yeah. Yeah, the market. What is going on in the real estate market right now? Speaking about being agile, right? Yeah, <laughs> being able to move on a dime. I actually was just on a call yesterday with some of my team members and we were discussing, like, what are you seeing? And it was interesting just from two weeks ago, the last time we, we were all together collaborating, hearing the change, like, you know, just in two weeks, there has, mm-hmm. there's definitely yeah, been a shift. A bit, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. indeed. Mm-hmm. In our discussions, at least with the listings that they, you know, we were all comparing notes on, it felt like, that middle price point is still so competitive and mm-hmm. you're still seeing multiple offers and you're still seeing yep. you, you really need to come with a clean presentation and clean mm-hmm. offer. But that some of those higher price points, you can tell people are slowing down a little bit. Maybe they're right. observing the interest rates. And mm-hmm. so I think it's going to be an interesting time right now. But as I'm learning more and more and, and as I talk to experienced realtors and people in the mortgage industry, this is normal. Like this these shifts and the balancing of back and forth, being a seller's market, being a buyer's market, doesn't really have me shaken. It just seems like this is just the next phase. Right, exactly. Yeah, if, it, if, it's, not, uh, if it's not crazy in the world of real estate and mortgages, then something's wrong. There's always, there's always, <laughs> there's always, always something. That's what makes it exciting. Yeah. Well, you talked about interest rates, and I have to use, I'm going to use that as a shameless plug for Bell Bank. Yes, please. To tell you that... Uh, Although 30-year fixed interest rates have gone up, had their steepest incline since 1982, Bell Bank has got our own portfolio arms that we can offer that can be sometimes as good as a full point lower than 30-year fixed rates now. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about you, Tammy. But I did... I, Primary and second one. Primary and, okay, yeah, Brad's got a good one too. There we go, primary And you were saying that FHA also really has become competitive, where it seems like that kind of yes. was a faux pas for a hot second, and now it feels like it's much more competitive. Yes, yes. Tammy, thank you. Thank you for <laughs> she is listening to your chiming that in. Here, here's that $20 bill, I promise you. <laughs> yeah, no, that you're, I think you're exactly right. The FHA buyer is coming back into style as uh, the multiple offer situations have, have are. I don't want to say drying up, but kind of, um, like Brad said, softening a little bit. Mm-hmm. Speaking of softening, I want to talk about... So interested in this transition. <laughs> <laughs> talk about Tammy's guilty pleasure. Oh. Which, as we all know, is uh, the heartthrob from Tennessee. Is that where he's from? Elvis Presley. Yes. yes. Memphis, King. Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee. We were talking about, and I don't know why I think it's soft when I think of Elvis, but is he... Love Me Tender. That's Love why. Me Tender. There we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> blue suede shoes. Oh, blue suede shoes, yeah. I, I don't know if I want to say closet Elvis fan. You're a big Elvis fan. I mean... It, I'll let it be known. It, yeah. Let it be known, yeah. yeah. Talk, talk, how did that come about? What? what oh, my parents it? listened to Elvis growing up, and... Oh. That was always playing in our home, and uh, and so player. I, yep, on the record player. In Probably fact, CD, I got a record. No, I got a record player last year, and my dad was kind enough to let me borrow all of his Elvis records. We even oh, have cool. the Blue Hawaii. It's actually a blue LP <laughs> oh, album. Yeah, I know. I sound like a dork. I absolutely just admire his talent and the, what he brought to the music industry mm-hmm. and his upbringing and military service and you know so much of what he was about challenging the norms and and also his you know gospel influence and and mm-hmm. upbringing in that space so i just have always appreciated him and his music 
Yeah, he's a phenomenon of, is that the right word? A yeah. phenomenon yeah, so of uh, American culture. Yeah, Indeed. He's, he's, uh, he's fantastic. Brad, also, we just found this out, is a huge <laughs> Elvis fan, too. I, I think Tanner, they might have been at... Uh, at Graceland at, at the Grace same Land time. The same time. <laughs> <laughs> we were sharing stories before yeah. we walked in here about yeah. going to Graceland. And yeah, it's a great place. It's mm-hmm. cool. Really neat. Really neat. You're going to see the new movie that's coming out? Of course, yeah. yeah. I know I'm going to make yeah. make, it, make a trip. <laughs> if, even if I'm going solo, I'm going. Right. <laughs> you guys will be the only two. We're going together. <laughs> Share the popcorn. Oh, that's cool. I like Elvis, but I can't say that I'm a super fan. But Okay, real quick, I'm going to put you both on the spot. Tammy and Brad, favorite Elvis song. I know it's hard to pick, hard to pick one, but I'm gonna give you each a second. What's your favorite Elvis song? Oh boy. And then, maybe this is something that we just can't answer. That's, it's, uh, <laughs> there are so many. There are so many. I do like Love Me Tender. Okay. I really think it's sweet. And it is. Sweet, I remember yeah. my dad singing it and oh. and watching my parents dance in the kitchen. And oh, God. So Ooh. I really like that one. <laughs> Not a dry eye in the <laughs> audience here at the Bell Bank studio. Um, Brad, can you beat that? I can't beat that. That is a good one. What do you remember I'll your, go with blue suede watching shoes. your parents do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> blue suede shoes. Yeah. Blue suede shoes. Okay. That's a good, good one, too. Uh, fantastic. Well, I don't want to end the podcast without talking about your other. Um, passion which is matter yeah so can you tell us a little bit about matter and how you work that into your real estate business and kind of what it is it's amazing how my life just intertwines in all these different ways and you know I feel like I was in home shopping and now I help people shop for homes I you know worked Mm -hmm. with women and coaching and now I feel like I coach people on their you know their mortgage needs and and things like that I've had a philanthropic heart my whole life. You know, that was a big part of the role of of the cheerleaders when I was one and and when I was directing the team that Mm -hmm. we wanted to really be invested in the community and and giving back. And so I served with the American Heart Association for about 10 years. And then my husband and I actually took our honeymoon to Haiti and we did a Healing Haiti project together. So it's just something that's really important to us. So when I had the opportunity to transition during COVID and was a new realtor, as I was, you know, supplementing my careers and building my, my real estate business, I had the opportunity to start working for Matter. Now, I already knew them because we worked with them as a community partner through the Vikings for years. And I also served on their board of directors for three years. So now, as an employee, I feel like I've come in already understanding their their service element, their governance. And it's tying back to real estate as well because now they have a program called Agents That Matter. So when I list a home... I give a portion of my proceeds to Matter as a support and a way to give back and tie my real estate business to the nonprofit that I'm supporting. And then Vicki, who actually leads that program, is working with builders throughout the Twin Cities. And as they're building development areas, she's working with them to have a portion of the proceeds from a home become a Matter house. And someone who buys that home then knows that they're supporting a global NGO. Oh, okay. So your customers do know. like they can. Yeah. Yep. How do they learn about that? So we have, you know, we have a sign that we put in their yard. Oh, so as they're okay. as the building is happening and, and they're working with the builder, we have a place on our website where we talk about talk about what's happening there. Oh, cool. so, so yeah, it's out there. It's not a handbook that no one reads. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a yeah. One other question I forgot to ask. One tip for any buyer or seller out there in today's market that or a common question that you get. From a seller or buyer. Maybe a myth a that myth, you'd like yeah. to bust. Yeah. A myth, yeah, a myth you'd like to bust. That's right. You know, I think it's important right now that 
buyers have a realistic expectation as we've been coming out of this year where it's really been a seller's market. And so I try to really instill patience in the beginning and, and realistic expectations and then strategy. Like how are we going to get the most for your home if you're listing or, and have a clean transaction that makes it to close Mm -hmm. when we're considering all of the offers, you know, automatically you think, oh, highest and best, we're just going to take them. But there's so many things that can affect a deal. So really having a clear strategy as to what the goals are and then having a strategy as we go in to make offers. Where can we be competitive? Where can we adjust, even if it's not just in the price point, but in, you know, closing dates or in adding an appraisal gap or those types of things to make it competitive. So having a good strategy and then being patient. <laughs> wow, a star is born. A star is born, holy <laughs> I cow. I think we're, at the, we're on the ground floor here. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. We're buying early here with the buying early. <laughs> I can um, see why you are successful and are going to continue to be successful. Thank you so much. I love doing it. I love helping people. Right. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, you're very good at it. And I could see, I don't know how much time we have left. Time, our, 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 I see our, our director is pointing at us. From the, <laughs> um, but you, you were talking about patience, and I think that's that's true in this market. You have to be patient to know, to wait for what you want to come on the market, but then you also have to be able to act quickly, right? Yeah. So it's it's tough. It's like you got to be patient, and then but then something comes up, and it's like, okay, drop everything. and I think, yeah, it it is definitely a balance because it's patient with urgency. You know, you have to be fully prepared and have your strategy. And then when you go out, you have to be ready to move. You know, you have to have all of your finances in order. You have to have all of the things ready to make an offer. And I think maybe what I was referring to more is those buyers that have unfortunately had to maybe go a couple of offers Mm -hmm. before they've had Mm -hmm. a deal closed for them because the market is so competitive. But as we talked about, I think that's shifting. Yep. I yeah. think that's going to be shifting here and we're going to see a bit of a softening and, um, but there's always going to be people looking for homes and there's always going to be people selling homes. So for sure, for sure. It reminds me of when I went, uh, I don't know why I thought of this, but I went fishing with Brad out of, what was that lake we were on? Lake, that, not Superior, right? Oh, uh, Lake Michigan. Lake Michigan. Salmon fishing. We yes. drove for like eight hours to get to this <laughs> lake and then we get on this boat this and we're lake. sitting on this boat for eight hours and I'm like, when is, <laughs> when do the fish come? <laughs> so we waited all day and I, I don't know, maybe, did we even, yeah, we did catch we some fish. Some we, fish yeah. If not, you went to the restaurant and had some. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, so anyway, so yeah, we had to be we patient. Lots of fish. Very patient. Patient with urgency yes. and that was the first and last time I think I went out there fishing with um, <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so um, great advice from a great realtor and a great person, oh, Tammy Hedrick. Yes, thank, thank you for coming today, Tammy. My absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. How Thanks about, for all you guys do. For sure, thank you. How about contact info? If a buyer or seller wants to get a hold of Tammy yes. and the Property Geeks, what's the best way to do that? Sure, so you can find me on Instagram, Success with Tammy, T-A-M-I, or you can email me, Tammy at thepropertygeeks.com. And then my phone number is 952-221-0488. I'd love to talk to you. Awesome. 952-221-0488. Heard it here first. Good job. There we go. Well, what a pleasure. Thanks for coming, Tammy. Have a great day. Thanks. Thanks.